Stand Up For The Truth is sponsored by Lakeshore Communications Incorporated and made possible by your generous tax-deductible donations at StandUpForTheTruth.com slash donate. This is Stand Up For The Truth, a packed hour of challenging discussion addressing important issues and topics affecting Christians across the nation. Join the conversation via email at comments at StandUpForTheTruth.com. Now, David Fiorazzo. Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you for tuning in. We are going to jump right to it today. Very important topics to cover today, including censorship of Christians and conservatives. And I'm getting tired of it. I don't know about you, but this is part of the battle we're in for truth. Father in heaven, thank you for giving us this day that we might speak the truth in love and hopefully point people to Jesus Christ and the salvation that can only be found in him. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. We thank you that we've not been given a spirit of fear. We praise you for your provision in our lives. We know that you've given us everything we need for life and for godliness. In Jesus' name, I ask that you'd encourage my brothers and sisters listening right now. Touch their hearts, strengthen them in their faith, and strengthen their physical bodies. Prepare each one of us, Lord, by the power of your Spirit to face whatever is coming down the road with a hopeful spirit because we know that it's just a matter of time. We praise you, Jesus. Thank you for conquering the grave, and thank you for interceding for the saints. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for indwelling believers. Thank you, God, for your truth. Your word is truth. And we lift up this hour to you and this day one day at a time. Great is your faithfulness. We love you, Lord. Use us today. We are your servants. In Jesus' name, amen. A good report on Travis, um, our producer to stand up for the truth two weeks ago. He went to the ICU uh, almost two and a half weeks ago. He was intubated. He has severe pancreatitis. It affected his organs. They took him down to Milwaukee. They thought they might need to do surgery on, I think, his heart, but it looks like baby steps is what his mom is telling us. Melissa, it is getting better. They removed the tube a few days ago. He's opened his eyes. He's communicating with his mom. He sat up. Um, a lot, a long road ahead, a lot uh, to be done uh, in, in as far as the doctors and the treatment of our brother and, and soldier in the Lord here at this ministry. He's only, he only worked here for two months, and this attack happened. So pray for Travis in the name of Jesus. There's a Caring Bridge blog that his mom, Melissa, uh, keeps up, and also they're going to have a lot of medical expenses. So pray for God's provision, and if you are one of those uh, that might be able to donate uh, something financially, there's a PayPal set up. So go to StandUpForTheTruth.com. I'm sorry, StandUpForTheTruth's Facebook page and take care of that uh, if you can donate. Um, and speaking of Facebook, um, my new book, Good News, Canceling Christianity, hit Amazon late last night. It is up, friends. I encourage you to go check it out. I will need a lot of help. Why? Well, first of all, the content. The message is something that a lot of people don't want to hear. Secondly, it touches on oh, religion and politics, those two issues, um, the lie of separation of church and state. But it also touches on social issues, and that's what Facebook apparently has a tough time with. Ads for the book have been rejected twice now by Facebook. Um, they have demonetized me. Uh, I'm in good company, Freedom Project, a lot of our friends, Heidi St. John, Jan Markell. Uh, we're going to get into this story on censorship in just a minute, but a lot of people we know have been deleted, banned um, from Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube, and other social media outlets. And we're going to talk about Senator Josh Hawley, who also is a believer and has a new book out on big tech, big tech tyranny. But again, Canceling Christianity, my brand new book is here I'm both relieved and kind of exhausted, but um, I won't be able to promote it like I have uh, past books. And so I'm just going to put it out there. Friends have offered to help. The one thing you can do if you're not censored on your page is share the post, uh, a post from Standard for the Truth, or share a post about the book, today's podcast, because we're going get, to be getting into some of what's in the book as it relates to what we're going on right now in our culture. 
but you can share. But also some friends, I'm just going to be honest, um, I'll be severely limited in promoting it, and I will not be doing a book speaking tour. Uh, part of that is because of lack of interest, because of the content, and truth, and also because of uh, COVID last year. Some churches are just now getting back to their services. They're getting back to having their own programs, so I won't be able to go and speak on the books. So a few friends have offered to buy a case of books. And you can get them at a major discount, I think 50% off. Don't tell people on social media, but this is just for Christian friends, brothers and sisters. If you are a part of a church or if you personally, I mean, a couple private friends offered to buy a case of books and then give them out for donations. And that's up to them. But if you're able to do that, um, a couple hundred dollars, you know, that's that's what I'm going to have to do this time around. Uh, you can email me here, uh, contact me through the, the radio station, and we'll try to figure out how to go forward in this new territory that we're in. And more on that in a minute. Um, and thank you for those who've been praying, and thank you for those who have offered to help, because it's going to be a battle. And we just added a bunch of resources to our website. The 150 resources you can trust has, uh, within a matter of weeks, become 200. <laughs> 200 resources you can trust. So we're changing that on the website. There's a lot of links to ministries, to news outlets, to Christians, people that, that uh, look at culture and the world from a biblical Christian worldview. So because um, we're in a worldview war, friends. And before we get into the main topic today, which is censorship, and I'll say it right up front, the title of today's podcast, Our God Cannot Be Canceled. But they're trying, and they've been quite successful in America since the 1960s by removing God from the public square, from schools, government schools, from the media, from the entertainment industry, from corporations, in our government. God cannot be canceled. Jesus is Lord, and God help them who do not believe and have not repented when he returns, because he is returning to judge. He's a warrior. He's not a gentle lamb. He did that. He sacrificed himself as the Lamb of God, but when he returns, look out. Um, the two House Democrats from California wrote a letter recently to 12 cable, satellite, and streaming companies accusing them of spreading lies and conspiracy theories. The letter was a strong-arm attempt to cancel conservative outlets such as Newsmax, which is very good, One America News Network, OAN, and even Fox News. Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee said, think about that. The Democrats are trying to get your cable carrier to drop conservative news outlets. Fox, Newsmax, OAN. And why? Because news outlets have a different political opinion than them. So with companies like Amazon, Facebook, Twitter, Google, canceling books, and by the way, um, mine is up on Amazon now. I, I'm not going to assume it's going to be there for a long time. When, when they find out what's in it or if they read the book description, it's going to pique their curiosity because they have AI, artificial intelligence. They have these spiders and crawlers going out. They don't have human beings going to every book, every outlet, every Facebook page and reading your posts. There are trigger words. If you notice, whenever we talk about vaccines now on Facebook, we misspell it. V-A-X-C-Y-N-E, something like that. And when I talk about the coronavirus, COVID-19, I often say the Rona. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, they may not yet, but they're triggering, they're banning and, and suppressing the truth, suppressing your posts. So this is what they've been doing. They're banning users, dropping accounts, slapping warning labels on proven facts or medical studies. And Americans need places to turn without having fear of censorship. This, my friends, is communist policy. Just so you know, I'm saying it. Trevor Loudon said it when he was on this podcast a couple months ago. What's happening, what's coming out of the White House today, it's communist policy. It's not just socialism. It's not just, oh, democratic socialism. That softens it, right? No, it is communist policy, silencing the opposition. 
But before we get more into the censorship issue, um, a county in San Diego, another news headline here, spent $25,000 to uh, train, apparently, schools about white privilege, um, a woke critical race class down there. But they may have violated federal law by doing this. So a lot of these uh, training sessions are going on in, in places across the country because of, you know, we're systemically racist, right? Yeah, I know you guys don't believe that. Um, so the border crisis, that's increasing. I don't know if you've heard much about that in the news. Probably not. Headlines all over the place if you go to the right outlets. And again, go to standupforthetruth.com. Click on Resources. As border crises increase, more illegal aliens are slipping past border control. And by the way, you don't hear the White House talking about them not being tested for COVID. You don't hear the Biden administration, the O'Biden-Harris administration talk about, oh, they need vaccines before they can do anything or advance or go to other cities. No, they're not doing that. As far as I know, as far as you know either. Um, 42,000 in April alone, according to the Epic Times. Kamala Harris admits it's alarming, but boy, they won't call it a crisis down at the southern border, will they? That was only for the Trump administration. It might be six times worse now under the Biden administration, but they're not calling it a crisis. Also, (laughs) here's something about about the, the Rona. The CDC chief now says unvaccinated kids at a summer camp must wear masks. First of all, kids. Uh. Okay. That was almost an outburst from uh, Spike, our board op here. Uh, yes, kids, children must wear masks. That's that's the reasoning. I know, I don't get it either. But um, And people are wearing them outdoors. I saw this meme on Facebook for people that wear masks when they're driving in their car alone. I saw a meme on Facebook. For those of you that are still in fear when you get home, uh, there's a company that's come out with a new love seat or a couch that has seat belts on the couch to make you feel more secure. Um, airport security app used as a vaccine passport elsewhere. So this app that they were using at airports to apparently process people, if they are people, can you fly? Can you not fly? Where's your papers? They're using it elsewhere. elsewhere. Businesses are, are looking into this app to keep non-compliant people out. This, no, okay, we, we can't go down that road in this podcast because we don't have the time. A couple more stories. Uh, birth rates in America, and I think worldwide, have dropped for the sixth straight year. Wow, remember when the pandemic started and people wondered if it would lead to a baby boom? Just the opposite, according to news outlets. Um, this is from the Wall Street Journal. The total fertility rate or the average number of times a woman will give birth in her lifetime declined to a record low. And uh, that's much lower than the population, quote, replacement rate. So these are some concerning things to look at. And by the way, there's a story I came across yesterday over at Reformation Charlotte Vogue magazine. You know what their take on this thing is? Vogue magazine says having babies is selfish and, quote, environmental vandalism for having babies. Let me explain their mentality. Yes, it's sad. Some people actually think this way. Save Mother Earth. They think there's no creator, God, so they want to do what they can to save the planet, apparently. So here's a quote, apparently, from Vogue magazine. Before I got pregnant, I worried feverishly about the strain on the Earth's resources that another Western child would add. The food he ate, the nappies he wore, the electricity he would use, Before he'd even started sitting up, my child would have already contributed far more to climate change. But I also worried about the sort of world that I would bring my child into. I know Christians are concerned about this. I understand that. But this is a completely anti-Christ worldview here that they're thinking about the planet and, and global warming and all that. So she's worrying about the world where we have perhaps just another 60 harvests left before our overworked soil gives out. And we are running out of fresh water. Could I really have a baby knowing that by the time he was my father's age, he may be living on a dry and barren earth? End quote. Remember Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? 
Um, remember when she said, I think this was two years ago, she said, we only have 12 years left on this planet if we don't really change our habits here and save Mother Earth. Um, so I think we're down to 10 years now. Though I'm not setting a date. That's, you know, <laughs> that's not even prophetic. But anyway, just the, the kind of craze that's going on. So now on to the main story today. God cannot be canceled, but that doesn't mean they haven't been removing evidence and um, the light of Christianity from our culture, from the public square. Oh, I'm sorry. One more story. One more story. I got to touch on this real quick. Tucker Carlson poked the hornet's nest. Why? He highlighted vaccine deaths. Oh, no. He's going to get canceled now. You're not supposed to talk about that. Nothing negative about wearing masks. Nothing negative or true or scientifically backed or medical researched about vaccines. Oh, come on. You can't talk about that. But he said he's in completely he is in favor of vulnerable people taking vaccines. Now, the CDC profile is a person older than 70 with an average of 2.6 comorbidities such as diabetes and heart disease. But he argued that the vast majority of the population, listen to me, friends, with a survival rate of more than 99 percent, the Rona survival survival rate, shouldn't, unless you're in a nursing home in New York City under Governor Cuomo, should have as much information as possible to make a risk assessment. So in a typical flu season, he said more than 160 million Americans are vaccinated. Only a small number die after receiving a shot. That's with the flu. It was 203 people in 2018, actually in 2019, that died. Um, Every death is tragic, but big picture... We don't consider those numbers disqualifying. We keep giving flu shots, don't we? And very few people complain about it. Some don't take it. I haven't had a shot in like, I don't know, since I was in high school. I don't, I don't remember. Um, but the question is, how do those numbers compare to the death rate from the experimental emergency use coronavirus genetic gene therapy they're calling vaccines? Between December last year, and April of this year, a total of 3,362 people were reported to have died after receiving COVID-19 vaccines in the U.S. Did you hear that? Just making sure you're with me because you will not hear that from the Democrat media. You will not hear that from big tech tyrants. You will not hear that on social media because most of that information has been, been suppressed, deleted. It's trying to be, they're trying to scrub it, right? So an average of 30 people every day, according to the Federal Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System. There is such a thing. It's called V-A-E-R-S, Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System. So again, between late December and mid-April, a total of 3,362 people in America were reported to have died. If these numbers are from VAERS, if these numbers are out, what do you think that means, friends? My guess would be, my speculation would be, that those numbers are a lot higher, not only of deaths, but of a lot of side effects. For me personally, two people in my family had adverse reactions and side effects from the vaccine. I think it was the Moderna, but at least one of them. Two different people with my genetic makeup since I'm of the same family, right? These are the things we have to look at. Um, my, my wife, uh, her mom had the vaccine, no problem at all. And I know a lot of you, her mom I think is 87 or whatever. So we just have to understand what they are suppressing and censoring information and this is not just Jesus is Lord and the only way to be saved is through him. They're, that's just that's the gospel, right? They are suppressing medical information that will help people make more qualified decisions having all the information on both sides. The pros and the cons of masks. Pros and cons of vaccines. Um, so, so much more to talk about, but I'm going to put this story in our podcast post at standardforthetruth.com today because we've got a lot to cover 
Um, God bless Jan Markell. She, st- she shared my new article, Censorship is Here and They're Coming for Christians. We'll get into that next on Stand Up for the Truth. Do not go away. Thank you. Your monthly financial support of StandUpForTheTruth.com is needed and appreciated. Now, back to today's Stand Up For The Truth with David Fiorazzo. So thank you guys uh, for your encouragement. I didn't uh, give you my email earlier, the email here. First of all, you can send an email to comments at StandUpForTheTruth.com. Comments at StandUpForTheTruth.com if you're interested in helping me find creative ways to support to get my book out there. Uh, I have a feeling it will trigger the wrong people. I was just talking with Spike about that uh, during the break that and my publisher says, hey, it, all it takes is one major news outlet. It's, it's a timely book. It's a provocative title and it's happening now and people are concerned about it. Uh, but what if the wrong people suppress it and take it off? It could be taken off of Amazon. Um, yeah, Ryan T. Anderson had his book about medical information, scientific information about transgenderism, what was taken off of Amazon um, and others. So, and we know other people that have been censored. So let me go through this article, but before I do, the the ad um, that we tried to put on Facebook, they said it can't run, it is rejected. Your ad may have been rejected if it mentions politicians or sensitive social issues that can influence public opinion. We'll talk about that in a minute. But what this is, friends, they're coming. For Christians and conservatives, and let me tell you what it is again. I'm going to keep saying this. You're going to hear this, but but I will not apologize for being redundant. Silencing opposition, especially in a free constitutional republic like ours, silencing opposition is communist policy. All right, I stand by that. Prove me wrong. Prove prove that it's not happening. <laughs> it's happening to a lot of us. So, threats to our religious liberty were subtle just a few decades ago, but then came the subtle discrimination, the, the increasing propaganda, the politically correct mob, and now cancel culture. Where'd that come from? Community guidelines, medical misinformation, hate speech, double standards, content no longer available. Posts don't follow our standards. I've had enough. And so have a majority of Christians, pastors, and ministry leaders. Censorship isn't coming for you sometime down the road if you dare speak the truth, it's here, friends. And I know if you've been silent for years and never talk about controversial issues, this doesn't bother you. But it should bother you because your fellow citizens in America and fellow Christian brothers and sisters in Christ are being censored and silenced. That should bother you. Now, the left can't win arguments and debates because they know their policies are awful and their worldview is warped. That's the foundation. They rejected God. So now they have to silence those who disagree with them, and they silence those who hold a biblical worldview like you and I. This is where we come in. For this report that I'm about to share with you, I've contacted over a dozen pastor friends, guests to this podcast, ministry leaders, conservative Christians, or nonprofits. Almost every single one of them, only one person said, that these similar things about censorship, you know, are, are, are not happening to them. Everybody said it was about why they were banned, censored, deleted, warned by big tech or on a social media platform. And here I can sum it up for you. It all comes down to intolerance of the biblical worldview. Again, God cannot be canceled. Jesus is Lord but they are removing him and evidence of him from our culture, from the public square, and that's you and I, if people know you're a Christian. Enemies of God are not as concerned about silent Christians, about closet Christians or silent witnesses. They don't care about those people. But who I'm talking about are people that are truth defenders and proclaimers, the remnant, believers who are unashamed of the gospel and are pointing to Jesus They're pointing to the name of Jesus as the only way we can be saved. Let's start with Olive Tree View's founder and host of Understanding the Times Radio, Jan Markell. I contacted her. She replied to me immediately. She's been marginalized on all social media. She's ready to leave Twitter. Her page was deleted by YouTube, her YouTube account, twice. And she's had programs taken down. Why? For content such as biblical prophecy, talking about globalism or government. 
Now, a lot of Christian leaders and personal friends are there saying, all right, we're going to find new platforms. Jan Markell said, quote, you will now be punished by big tech for telling the truth. They are in love with evil, and they think righteousness is dangerous. As you know, Monday, we interviewed Mike Lindell right here, CEO of MyPillow. He's a born-again, he got a Christian, he's got a crazy testimony that's, that's powerful. He shared about using the platforms God gives us for as long as we possibly can, and then finding others. His first documentary, Absolute Proof, was immediately taken down from Vimeo, YouTube, and even removed from the server that his websites were on. Now they're triggering uh, um, opposition against my pillow, his business. They're trying to ruin him. But it's right now it's backfiring because his business, they're making more pillows than they ever have. It's crazy. But uh, here are other people, James O'Keefe, Ryan Anderson, Liz Wheeler, David DeLayden. They've all been censored or banned in some way. Pastor Dan Fisher, who I reached out to, the Black Robe Regiment. Uh, Paul Blair, Oklahoma, Brothers in Christ, Soldiers in Christ. They've been censored for biblical preaching for their sermons. Why? Oop, because they have the audacity to address cultural issues and government concerns and civil government and what's happening, the communist policy that's taking place in America. They have the audacity to address that on a Sunday morning. And so they were taken off of, did he say Vimeo took them down? After they renewed their account. Charlie Kirk of Turning Point USA had a speaking event. He's been banned and canceled before, but recently a Seattle church had to cancel his event because of threats of arson and violence by the leftist mob, by the preachers of tolerance, by the Democrats. Heidi St. John, the busy mom, she's, she endorsed my book, thank, thankfully. She's one of the many. I wa- just want to mention, thank God for some of them who have. Uh, Heidi St. John, Aunt Dr. Andy Woods, he was on with us yesterday. He endorsed my book. Pastor Steve Smotherman from Legacy Church, New Mexico. Um, Jan Markell was one. Uh, then I could go on down the list. Um, but Heidi St. John was in Facebook jail. She's been in and out of Facebook jail. Uh, Jack Hibbs, Dr. Jake Jacobs, Mob Rule author, Duke Pesta over at Freedom Project. They've been warned, flagged, or demonetized. In fact, two weeks ago, I did a video on a study that came out on masks. It got Freedom Project's YouTube channel flagged and frozen for a week where they couldn't use it because of a study on masks. It was a legitimate scientific study. Oh, but it didn't show the right, or or I should say, the acceptable results and conclusions on masks. Another pastor friend, Carl Gallup's got back to me. He's down in Florida, another guest of the show. He's been shadow banned by Facebook for years like we have on Stand Up For The Truth, um, allegedly, quote, disseminating fake news or false information. Masks, vaccines, the 2020 election, you name it. But many of the articles he posted came from credible sources. This is the interesting thing. Medical sites and journals and doctors. He said this, quote, YouTube issued a strike against us. Listen to this on a 2016 video about Kamala Harris and threatened that if we publish any other such video, they will delete our channel. Did you? (laughs) This is coming. And let me just share a little bit more from this article. This, I'm on, I have a, a lengthier version of that quote that I just really want to read to you. So I'm going over to the actual article. And um, do you know why they got so angry with Carl Gallup's? It was based on a 2016 video about Kamala Harris. The conversation was with Sheriff Joe Arpaio, I think the, down in Arizona. There was in some, um, some investigation going on about the Obama administration. The Democrats were getting gathering all their um, people that were going to run for president, right? Kamala was one of them. And, and Carl Gallup was talking to his guest about Kamala not being a natural-born citizen because I think she was born in Quebec or something. Anyway, um, that would disqualify her for being president because of the definition of natural-born citizen. Isn't that interesting? Just that conversation. Remember that when I, it was about Obama in 2009 or 10. But that conversation got them threatened, 
Four years after the video and that interview came out, four years after when Joe and Kamala were selected and entered into the White House. So isn't that interesting? It was against YouTube policy in 2020, but it wasn't in 2016. What happened? Evangelist Mike Gendron, he's been on recently with us, a, R- a former Roman Catholic. He was actually been threatened by Catholics to have his website shut down if he doesn't stop spreading lies about the Catholic Church. But American Airlines recently, recently placed Mike Gendron on a no-fly list, apparently for a mask violation that never occurred. He asked for, the, for an incident report. He still has not gotten one. He's spoken to customer service representatives. No incident report. One stewardess from Chicago, can can recognize Mike Gendron, the evangelical Christian evangelist who goes around speaking. He's flown for 50 years. He's, he's one of their uh, almost a two. He's a million miler on, on American Airlines. One stewardess can complain and fake something because they don't like you and you're on the no fly list and you can't reach anybody to dispute it. Isn't that interesting? Communist policy. They're affecting who can travel, where you can go. Um, How should believers respond to an increasingly hostile culture? Make up your mind right now. Fight the good fight of faith for the truth of Christ and for the salvation of others and for the health and sanity of others to try to get common sense information that will help people. But America no longer abides by liberty and justice for all. So, Remember this, friends, and this was from Mike Jenner, and he said, we are called to conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, no matter how hostile it becomes. He said, quote, this longing for righteousness and justice is becoming more prevalent today among conservative Christians. Anyone who takes a stand for truth and morality has become a vulnerable target for the cancel culture movement and a government that seeks to control its citizens by taking away their freedoms. Let's move on. Another pastor friend, John Haller, in Ohio, told me he received two strikes from YouTube, and one was for a video after the January 6th Capitol riot demonstration that the left calls insurrection. By the way, one person died. One person was killed. There were four dozen people murdered on the streets of America due to Black Lives Matter, Antifa riots, and burning down buildings, and gunfire and whatever else happened last summer through the rest of last year. Almost four dozen people. Who are they? Why don't we hear about those people? And what about this one person, the woman, Ashley Babbitt, I think her name is, because she's a conservative. Oh, and she I think she had a Trump hat on. She was the one that was shot and killed. Say her name. But we don't hear about that, do we? But if you talk about that in a way that does not you know, submit to the left and their narrative, you'll be given a strike like John Haller was. Um, So in another video, he talked about vaccine passports. He cited the World Economic Forum, and he played a clip from a Naomi Wolf interview by Eric Metaxas. And Haller is also a trial attorney. He's a pastor. He said, quote, this is ludicrous. You can't even discuss this. I also played a video of Justin Trudeau in Canada talking about the Great Reset. I showed portions of the WEF Strategic Intelligence website. YouTube was given protection from lawsuits for allowing content to be posted on its platform. It was not given an exemption to get wildly rich off this business model and act as a content censor, end quote. A couple weeks ago, I interviewed author and actor Kevin Sorbo about the cancel culture in Hollywood. He's an outspoken Christian, has been for years, done a lot of great movies. His Facebook page was taken down without warning. And he concluded that due to this whole woke thing, they're going to come after you, too, if, if you speak up. He said, quote, I've had enough of the hypocrisy where nobody's pointing it out. And that's what we're trying to do on this podcast, in part. He said, I got to a point with my agent manager who just told me we can't represent you anymore. I said, why? Well, because you're a conservative and Christian. And he says, this is an industry that screams more loudly than anybody else about tolerance now all that stuff is completely a one-way street. Kevin Sorbo. Another guest on Stand Up For The Truth, Pastor J.B. Hickson, Colorado, not by Works Ministries. They've got to move their whole um, arsenal of, of, of sermons and, and videos. He received three warnings and two strikes on its YouTube channel. Apparently, if they receive one more strike, the entire channel will be permanently removed. 
They've been warned. So he said there's no consistency on how they flag videos. They're moving. He said in an, in an email to me, quote, in total, five of our videos have been banned. In all five cases, the stated reason was medical misinformation. This, in spite of the fact that the stated infractions all involved citations of reputable journals and organizations such as the CDC, New England Journal of Medicine, the NIH, National Institute of Health, and a host of credentialed doctors, PhDs, microbiologists, and other scientists. But the subjects that JB was discussing, the rise of the police state, government surveillance, geoengineering, and other topics that he covers in a series, The Spirit of Antichrist, was what flagged them. Regardless, the stated reason was medical misinformation. So he said, it seems like YouTube is using AI artificial intelligence to find biblical content and flag people, then eventually censor people. Then the human beings step in and go, okay, thank you, machines, uh, for, for flagging that. Now I'm going to tell them they've got a warning, like mine, uh, just um, this morning. Got one from Facebook. Your ad was rejected. Can't run. No promotion of your new book. Sorry, it gives the wrong message. So here's what it comes down to, friends. If you believe Jesus is Lord, the Bible is God's word, people need to repent of their sins, and that he is the truth, you will be canceled. That is, if they know you're a Christian, and if you speak the truth publicly. Now, what I've been talking about here in context, all these people, friends, uh, uh, guests of the podcast, Christian leaders, pastors, if they know you're a Christian, the remnant of true Bible-believing Christians, churches, but even everyday citizens, if you speak up in your culture, a lot of people, you'd be surprised at how many emails we get about people concerned about keeping their jobs. Now, if you resist Rona virus fear-mongering or have concerns about, really legitimate concerns about vaccines or overreaching mandates, you're on the list, pal. <laughs> so if you like irony, the book title, my new book that just went on Amazon last night, Canceling Christianity. It has a chapter about the abusive power of big tech and social media platforms. There's a chapter up, up there on that, and um, you can get more information on my website. Um, boy, it, this is what it's come down to, friends. It's going to be a fight. We know truth wins in the end, right? We know who wins. But by the way, uh, that chapter is called Beyond Bias, One Party Media Big Tech Conglomerate. We'll talk more about this and how to combat this and more truth when we come back on Stand Up For The Truth. Keep it right here. Thank you for listening and sharing today's show via StandUpForTheTruth.com slash podcast. Now, back to Stand Up For The Truth. Here's David Fiorazzo. Truth is hate to those who hate the truth. Uh, what's happening in America I've been saying it's we're seeing communist policy unfold and be implemented. Um, they claim to be open to civil discourse, by the way, and yet they silence speech. Isn't that interesting? Why? Are they afraid of the truth? Do they hate it that much? They say they want unity, but they demand submission, and they'll punish those who disagree. Um, over to this article now at The Federalist on Josh Hawley. He's got a brand new book out called the tyranny of big tech. He was canceled. Uh, let me just go through some of this article and, and some of the things that he shared, which is very helpful, I think, in this cultural moment that we're in. The framers of our Constitution feared aristocracy. Faction, James Madison called it. Rule by the enterprising few. But that is, in fact, what we have in America today. The Democrat titans of woke capital and of big tech, above all, lead the most powerful corporations in history. They have amassed that power with the active aid of government, and now together, big tech and big government seek to extend their influence over every area of American life. Following the riot at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, big tech quickly moved to silence conservative voices. Why? In a matter of days, big tech brought down the independent social media platform Parler, Apple and Google refused to make Parler available in their app stores, and Amazon soon denied Parler access to its cloud computing service. One of the largest publishers in the nation, Simon & Schuster, canceled my book. My sin was to raise an objection 
to the one state to I'm sorry, to raise an objection to one state during the Electoral College certification process, thereby triggering a congressional debate precisely as permitted by law and precisely as Democrat members of Congress have done in the electoral counts, the elections of 2001, 2005, and 2017, three times. But the right brings it up, and you're flagged, banned. He got his book canceled. He said it was elected politicians on the left who cheered big tech's censorship, and they even called for more. This is chilling, friends. He said big tech is no different from the earlier oligarchs who made its rise possible. And the article goes on. It's over at The Federalist. It's brand new. I'll put it in today's podcast notes at standitforthetruth.com. It's an exclusive, and it's written by... Uh, God bless him, Senator Josh Hawley. So now I just want to share a little bit about my book. Um, The description, it says, uh, Canceling Christianity is about the battle for the heart and soul of America between two contrasting worldviews, finding it harder to coexist in a constitutional republic. It highlights realities that believers face, the spiritual conflict we find ourselves in, and stresses the importance of the salt and light of Christianity to the survival of the nation. Forces of darkness, both human and demonic, are behind this progressive cancel culture and the agendas to eradicate God as well as his followers from the public square. The left envisions a much different America. They've hijacked major institutions. Canceling Christianity is a sobering look at the decline of America due in part to the church conforming to the world. We address lukewarm or progressive churches. We talk politics, religion, COVID-19, Black Lives Matter, cultural Marxism, religious freedom, globalism, among others. These are the last days for true believers to preserve America by reclaiming the church and then standing for righteousness and truth. I don't want to leave anybody out. I mentioned the four endorsements on the back of the book, but I just want to read just who they are. You can read the quotes um, on the website. There's a link. Dr. Andy Woods, Pastor Steve Smotherman, Jan Markell, Pastor Matt Truella, Heidi St. John, Gary Kaw, Pastor Carl Gallops, Dr. Jake Jacobs, and Pastor John Haller. Thank you to each one of them. God bless them because, you know, you're putting your name on something that you know is going to be controversial. So I thank them from the bottom of my heart for the endorsements. You can read their kind words. Um, so the table of contents, I just want to go with that, go through that real quick. Um, chapter 1 is called The Epic Battle for a Nation's Soul. Chapter 2, The Second Biggest Lie in America. Can you guess what it is? Should I give it away? The first one is evolution. <laughs> there is no God, no creator. But what's the second biggest lie in America? I'll let you go to the website and get that answer, figure that out. I've, I, told, I said at the beginning of the podcast, the historic impact of Christianity. I go through history and how influential and how, how much good the church has done, not only in America, but for the world. Also, did the church pass the COVID test last year? That's, that's chapter four. Chapter five, the great godless globalist reset. Chapter six, it only takes one generation. Chapter seven, lives that matter to God. It's where we talk about Black Lives Matter and Mark's madness. Chapter 8, if you can kill babies, you're capable of anything. Chapter 9, the divided church and state of America. 10, anti-Christian, un-American, education. 11, beyond bias, a one-party media, big tech conglomerate. 12, sanitized socialism, leads to communist policy. 13, Kamala Harris redefines radical. 14, values voting. Policies, platforms, and procedures. And the last chapter, 15, working for God, preparing for battle, or prepared for battle. Wow, um, I'm thrilled that it's up on Amazon, friends. I encourage you to check it out. Um, Share as long as it's available. I hope it won't be banned or or deleted or removed, but 
I wouldn't be surprised. And then we're going to have to be very creative. But my publisher is working on uh, ways to uh, get it out there. So he's been very kind and understanding because we can't, with the ad being rejected on Facebook, that's a big platform. And I've got, you know, tens of thousands of friends or followers from either my personal page, my author page, Stand Up For The Truth, but not a lot of see, people see the posts. In fact, it's funny, I just threw something up there last night saying, preparing for this, what might be happening. Um, I just put a simple post up there saying, my posts have been limited and suppressed by this platform. I didn't even say Facebook because they'll flag that. You can help by sharing posts so others can see them. Thanks so much. Truth wins. And I just want to encourage you with that fact that truth does win. And I want to read some scripture that I just came across in 1 Thessalonians 15, 15, 5. <laughs> no such chapter 15. That's fake news. 1 Thessalonians 5 talks about the day of the Lord. Uh, well, they are saying peace and safety, then sudden destruction will come upon them like labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness so that that day will not overtake you like a thief. And it says, we are not of night nor of darkness, so then let's not sleep as others do, but let's be alert and sober. And it says, verse 2, before that, for you yourselves know full well that the day of the Lord is coming just like a thief in the night. And then if you go down to... Um, just some encouragement after go he sets that up and just paints a picture of what's coming for them to prepare, for them to be alert and wake up, understand the times. He says, um, live in peace with one another. We urge you, brothers and sisters, admonish the unruly. Encourage the faint-hearted. And there are a lot of faint-hearted around us, friends. We need to encourage our weaker brothers and sisters. We, are all, we all feel weak at times. But when we are weak, we know he is strong. And we can do all things through Christ. Back to chapter, uh, verse 14. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. Don't repay another with evil for evil, but always seek what is good for one another and for all people. Then a really neat section. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the Spirit. It says, test all things. John wrote about that as well. Paul writes here in 1 Thessalonians 5, John says, test all things. Paul says, examine everything, hold firmly to that which is good, and abstain from every, formal, form, every form of evil. And then he wraps it up by saying, now may the God of peace sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he who calls you, and he will also do it. And then he greets the brothers and sisters. So the, the end of this article, um, we shouldn't be surprised by any of this. But the speed with which it is happening and so many cultural, national, and world events are converging, the speed is alarming to me. But of course, as we know, friends, it is prophetic. Prophetic. So much of what's happening Remember what so many people have said, um, things are not falling apart, they're falling into place. Chaos, confusion, deception, and the Antichrist spirit of the age is on the move. And we've never, I've said this recently, we've never in all American history seen it, been at this point in time where there's so much division, where there's suppression of truth, propaganda, about news, and about health issues or medical treatments like the vaccine, the mask, now what we're seeing is they're using this to control people. It's as simple as that. The push for globalism. And now in, in America, bow down, comply, submit. So let me encourage you to know and discern the truth. Know the battle, friends. We've got to be armored up, <laughs> ready to go. Beware of the virtue signaling. Don't give in to the guilt tripping. Um, do your research. Be informed. Go to that resource at StandUpForTheTruth.com. Again, 200 resources in alphabetical order. And if you have any other suggestions for that resource, you can email uh, comments at StandUpForTheTruth.com. Comments at 
StandUpForTheTruth.com. And also, that's a way where you can uh, get your suggestions to be to me about marketing my book, which um, Big Tech is apparently rejecting at least the promotion of it. So we'll share as much as we can until we are silenced, and then we'll find other ways to share. In fact, there's a great quote. Where was that? Great quote in, in one of these articles that said, um, oh, man, where is it? I'm looking. Here it is. The more the culture tries to silence us, the more we will get our message out. In Jesus' name, friends, we will find a way. Thank you again. Check out Canceling Christianity on Amazon and uh, get a hold of me. I'm trying to find churches and, and ministries that are willing to buy a, a case of the books at a 50% discount. My publisher okayed that in a phone conversation I had with him yesterday. Uh, by the way, I hope you're re-energized about prayer again on that National Day of Prayer. Um, we need to keep praying for this country, for revival, for repentance, but also that Christians would wake up. And there's so many people that need to hear the truth of the gospel uh, because it's just a matter of time, friends. We know we're in the last days. So praise God. Look up. Our redemption is drawing near. As soon as we come back, We'll let you know who our guests are next week on Stand Up For The Truth. Thank you, guys. Stand Up For The Truth, a ministry of Lakeshore Communications Incorporated. Keep the discussion going on social media. Stand Up WI on Facebook and Twitter. Now we wrap up today's Stand Up For The Truth. Okay, Natasha Crane was scheduled for today. She's an author and apologist. I love her writing, and she is going to be with us on the 18th, we filled in that date that was one of the only open dates we have in like a month. So we got her rescheduled. Natasha Crane, go check out her ministry. Um, Monday, Matt Truella, another troublemaker for the kingdom, uh, missionaries to the preborn, uh, Mercy Seat uh, Church down in Milwaukee. He's going to be with us. William Cook from Virginia, the Black Robed Regiment. He'll be with us on Tuesday. Um, Oh, Wednesday, Pastor Steve Smotherman. It will not be a rebroadcast. That is a new podcast next Wednesday with Pastor Steve Smotherman, and he also endorsed my book. God bless him. General William Boykin of the Family Research Council. We're blessed to have him next Thursday, and I don't know what we're going to do with Todd Friel on Friday. Man, what do you ask a wretched sinner? Well, what, is a, what does a wretched sinner ask another wretch? <laughs> Wretched Radio. His program is Wretched Radio. For though I'm not being mean, for those who don't know who Todd Friel is, that's next Friday. And then J.B. Hickson, who we talked about uh, being censored uh, next uh, Monday, or Monday the 17th. So, guys, thank you so much again. Please check out the book on Amazon. Order if you can. And if, if there's any way, any of you know someone who might be willing to purchase a case of books, let me know. We're going to have to be very, very creative on how to get the word out this time around. Um, no book tour, like I said, and already rejected trying to get some ads out on social media, but not so much. Hey, God bless you. Have a great weekend. And as always, keep speaking the truth about things that matter.